Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 104. My name is Brett Jagger, along with my buddy, Beaumont Rand. What's up? Howdy. What's going on? Oh, not too much. I think we know what's up. We have a special guest with us here today to start off right off the top of the show. He is a man we have seen main event two consecutive indie shows we have been to, both at Wrestle Arts Indianapolis and here in Louisville, Derby City Wrestling. He is from my hometown of Cincinnati, although far away from where I grew up, but uh, the greater Cincinnati area. He is the dead ringer, Aaron Williams. Aaron, welcome to the Brain Buster Boys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited yeah. to uh, talk to you and see what we're about to get into. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, I know we uh, read an article that actually mentioned your inspiration for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So it's funny you're wearing the shirt, and Bo is a big oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat guy. Oh, so yeah. I'll just let him uh, kick let it off. You, uh, let me show you my credentials, Dead Ringer Aaron Williams. Uh, I got this uh, little arcade game, this mini game that like starts nice. up. The uh, first game here, it was a gift for an ex that never got it. So I uh, (laughs) repurposed it as my own. So um, actually, yeah, but it it, it plays the first game. So um, I did read, you know, um, the, um, you know, kind of what you were saying in that article, the inspiration behind your uh, current uh, in-ring character, uh, Dead Ringer Aaron Williams. I know you said the Droogs, um, you know, from Clockwork Orange, which which is very noticeable. But you also said Mortal Kombat. And I was curious, were there any particular characters from Mortal Kombat or things from Mortal Kombat that inspired that? Um, like, well, um, with with Mortal Kombat, with the Dead Ringer character, it's, it's a lot more about uh, my style, I think, than anybody mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, yeah. But I do. There are like things about uh, certain characters that I do kind of still pull from like my 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 look is very sleek and um you know kind of classy looking which yeah. i always kind of thought shao khan was kind of a sleek looking dude oh yeah uh, with so, the on, yeah. Not on, uh, Shang Tsung. sorry Shang Tsung. oh yeah 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 um yeah, so i always i always pictured him as probably like the real sleazy classy looking dude you know yeah uh, take from that but the, before i was doing the dead ringer i had like a whole 
like Mortal Kombat gimmick kind of like it was nice. that was the whole deal I had like uh, gear that had trunks with like the ninja flap that they have and then I had like a, uh, a vest that had like the Shao Kahn spikes on it and then I had like a mask and everything like that so yeah, um, yeah there were a lot of a lot of like little things because uh, I was big into martial arts when I was uh, younger and was trained in my adulthood and everything yeah. um, and uh, Mortal Kombat is one of the things that just kind of stuck with me. Just so, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, big fan. And um, so, um, if you had to say who would be out of all the people you wrestled, the Goro of all the people you've wrestled, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, shoot, uh, Hoodfoot. Me think. <laughs> it could be Hoodfoot. You know, yeah, him and his forearms. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think he could pull it off. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, gosh, I just saw you had wrestled him like ten yeah, days yeah. ago in New Albany, yeah. and we're both big hood foot guys. After seeing him at Wrestle Arts a couple times, so like, oh, we got to bring oh, yeah. that up. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. I, I like hood foot a lot. He's uh, he's uh, man, he's Deathmatch Madman, right? I mean, God, yeah. gosh, mm -hmm. you can tell oh, that just by looking at his back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Like, I, yeah. I, gosh, I've known him a pretty long time. I think I knew him before he started doing death matches and stuff. And I would have never guessed that he would have, uh, that he would have went down that road, but he's, uh, he's gone down it and he has excelled increasingly, you know, like he just keeps, uh, keeps, you know, doing bigger and, and uh, more impressive things as he goes. Now he's like the, uh, ICW, um, American Deathmatch champion. That's a huge deal. It's like, the top, like I'd say, like at least among the top two indies in the uh, in the in the United States right now. So that's that's massive for him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so would he be your Goro, or do you got a you got yeah. a different answer here? <laughs> what would you say, Aldis? Was was Nick Aldis more of the Motaro of you know people you fought? I guess <laughs> oh, that's, that's oddly fitting, man. That's it is. Yeah, it's oddly fitting. That's wild. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I shoot, like, when I think about, like, the Goro character, oh, just being, like, this big, massive, impressive human being, uh, I've never got to wrestle him yet, actually, but, uh, it's been played at me, like, two or three times, and it just never worked out. But mm -hmm. It might be Justin Kyle. I'm not Justin familiar with him, yeah. Justin really? Kyle. He's a, he's yeah. a big, uh, big dude out of, uh, I think uh, uh, up north Indiana, maybe. Uh, we're both definitely like kind of new. He does a lot of deathmatch stuff. And, uh, we're both newer, kind of in the indies, in yeah. the indie scene. But uh, definitely a oh, name okay. we'll have to keep. We'll yeah. definitely have to keep our eye out for mm -hmm. that, um, and definitely have to look him up right as well. But yeah. let's uh, let's go back to Nick Aldis because yeah. that is when we first saw you main eventing Wrestle Arts Eight. Uh, like I said pretty new to the indies and just a little bit about us. Like I'm kind of the diehard wrestling fan. Bo is kind of the casual who's been brought along and gives a, a completely different perspective on things. But mm -hmm. so I was certainly familiar with you and obviously being from Cincinnati, but that was the first time I'd actually ever seen you wrestle. And I'll say all really? I could hear what, yeah. I'm, and I said, all I could hear about you was this guy's been one of the best guys on the indies for over a decade one of the best kept secrets in wrestling on and on from many different mm -hmm. people. And 
it was true. That match was awesome. And you got a big, big W there. Um, yeah. What was it like wrestling him and getting the victory that night? Um, well, I mean, wrestling was him in general was like so it's very cool because um, I am not I, I have a pretty good reputation about me, but I never really get to have those like matches with big names. It's just not a thing I ever get. It never comes my way. Um, and when uh, wrestle arts approached me, they were like, Hey, we want you to come in and, and we'd like you to wrestle Nick Aldis. I was like, Shoot, you're joking, right? Like that's, that's a joke. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 that's, that's legit. That's what we want. Shoot, yeah, I'll, I'll come and do that. And I almost expected like a week to get there, and then him like the uh, the promoter to message be like, "Hey, man, Aldis had to pull out. Sorry, my bad." Because yeah. that's <laughs> I don't know how many times. Yeah. Um, and but uh, you know, like we got there, and like I think I was still hesitant even getting to the uh, to the building. I was like, "Something's gonna happen. He's, he's just not gonna show up. Something's gonna happen." And then when he did show up, and I saw him, I was like, "Oh wow, that is a big man." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we, we thought too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he, he definitely he, stood the, out there. That's for sure. Yeah, like that. He is just like the TV was deceptive, man. Like he is. Yeah. he is a large human being. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, uh, I was a little bit. Uh, I mean, I can't say I was really. Uh, I was intimidated by his size, but I, I knew that uh, once we got in there, I'd be able to hang. I didn't really know that I was going to be able to you know, pick up probably arguably the biggest win I've ever had. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty happy with that, that whole night, actually. It was, it was a really good, uh, really good experience. He was a completely professional human being, which is oh, yeah. awesome. You know, like it's sometimes you don't get that. Sometimes you get uh, guys who have been places and done some stuff and then they come, I, for lack of a better phrase, they come down to our level and they're kind of, uh, they're kind of egotistical. Ma- kind of man it in. Yeah. 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 But, yeah uh, that's what I said to Bo. I'm like, I'm like, he's obviously by far the biggest name here. You know, it wouldn't shock me if he came in and just did what he needed to do. Got in, got out, mailed it in. But I was so impressed. Like he was engaging with the crowd. With, with, so with those much. kids too. Getting you those know. kids. And, and to I mean, that's you. a testament to you too. <laughs> you know, like I think, you know, that heel work obviously in that match was excellent. But you could like, just tell you know. Aldis was really into it. And yeah, I think that probably had to help you. I mean, and again, great match. And I was going to ask, got to be one of the biggest victories of your career. And you just said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, uh, it definitely was. I mean, I've, I've, I've been lucky enough to, blessed enough to have uh, some pretty, some pretty cool things happen for me and uh, achieve some pretty cool goals. Like, uh, uh, I've won some pretty prestigious tournaments. I've beaten guys from, you know, Japan and, and stuff like that. Uh, before he was the household name that he is now, uh, I've even beaten John Moxley quite a few times. Oh. So. That's, oh, I know. That's pretty, I uh, I looked it up, and I got some questions about that, but we'll get there a little bit later. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, man, he was uh, getting to work with you know a guy who literally, like I feel at least personally, um, kind of put the NWA back on the map. You know, like for before, sure before he he won that title and started doing stuff with it and trying to to make it matter again. It was just it was a dead promotion. I mean, honestly, yep. it's what it was, and he pretty much put it on his back, on his back, and 
and raised that thing back up again. And now uh, it's gotten to the point now to where being NWA champion matters again, being a part of yep. the NWA matters again. And I, I think that is a huge um, call to him. That's, that's him in my opinion. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I was, I was at all in where he wrestled Cody for the yeah. NWA world championship. And I can tell you it sure as hell mattered because that, that building was electric for that match. I mean, the whole night, but like, yeah, that was one that definitely stood out to me. But um, yeah, what, what was it been like? Was that your first Wrestle Art show? Yeah, it was actually. Mm-hmm. It was the first one I'd uh, I'd been at. I'd, I'd heard of them and uh, and like kind of been a little bit interested, but I had yet to really get a chance to because my memory's not very good. And, my time management isn't very good either, so I often forget to uh, be like, "Oh, you know, maybe I should message those people or, or something like that." But uh, he he jumped in my uh, in my my DMs on Twitter, and he actually was a guy who used to come and help out with a promotion called IPW in Indiana years ago. As Brandon Prophet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we interviewed yeah. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I met him at the Indianapolis Dynamite. We interviewed him as Brandon Prophet, and then now mm-hmm. we've been to two wrestle art shows. And in fact, the last one we were doing like backstage interviews. So, yeah. uh, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. clearly, I mean, they clearly have a lot of faith in you. Uh, yeah, you know, given that giving you that big win. So I assume that's somewhere you're probably going to keep working. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be back there. Uh, I think at their next show, which I can't remember the date. Yes. I have to look at my calendar. June third, I believe, June isn't that? Yeah. Oh yeah, don't you got the Babushka Baron Jeffrey John? Yes. In that one? Oh, he yeah. does. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that'll be a fun one. Yeah. So he's yeah, been be... probably, other than Aldis, like the most over guy for both of the first two shows we went to over there. So uh, you got the crowd wearing their their headpieces that he wears, and he's he's got a dedicated fan base there. So you're gonna have your work cut yeah. out for you. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be the second time that uh, him and I have interacted. He's he's pretty young in the business, man. He hasn't been around very long, but he is coming along quickly. Like uh, I think it was probably about a year ago. I think was the first time we touched, roughly. Wow. And uh, I'm I'm expecting uh, a much more um, difficult task for myself this time because he has grown a lot just in the the period of time that that he's he's been around and he seems to be uh, kind of like a sponge. He just you know he just takes stuff and he tries to learn and he tries to get better with every. Uh, every outing he has and he's he's done a pretty good job with, with it so i'm looking forward to it uh i also really want to just you know kind of choke him with his with his babushka <laughs> um, yeah. so i'm looking forward to that as well yeah. but uh get him with that and your and your tie i know tie. i got so many i have so many wardrobe <laughs> and, weapons and, that, and your that, cane that, and your sunglasses you know yep, yeah, top them off with those sunglasses you know so many gimmicks man so many <laughs> So let's shift to Derby City Wrestling. Yeah, where we yeah. We saw you more recently, and want to start with the match between Lord Crew and Jake Something, which was a fucking banger of a yeah, it was match. My like favorite one, one of the, the best, Disney if not yeah. best, match I've seen at an indie show. Which again is pretty limited for me, but wow, that was amazing. But want to talk to you about your work with the crowd because. One, that was a lively, lively crowd. We were sitting in the bleachers, and people were hooting and hollering, having a blast the whole night. 
but we yeah. definitely got a kick out of just your constant interaction with the crowd and just kind of continually yeah. shitting on the crowd for lack of a better term and obviously pulling for your boy the heel lord crew but it was just constant entertainment for us but talk about that match and kind of how much fun it is like being a second at ringside uh well uh it actually i mean crew it like crew and i are actually legitimately like really close dudes so uh uh-huh. just cool. being able to be in that type of scenario with somebody who's close to me and somebody that i enjoy and i have a good time with uh super cool he's he's a very talented guy and uh he's really uh doing a doing a good job of like uh elevating himself and that was really good who's also an an incredibly talented guy um, oh yeah who i've got to work with on a couple of, of occasions and like but but being a second is always like a really good time it's 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 fun because you get to pay attention to the things that maybe when you're working or you're in the ring you don't really get to pay attention to as much like you try to Mm -hmm. but there's so much going on in between the ropes that sometimes you are pulled away and and sometimes you got to focus on another thing but when you're a second you can kind of like pay attention to the crowd and see what they're really biting for to see what they're really into or what they they really really don't like and uh you can usually like zero in on like certain people that are louder Mm. and and really get them going it's it's a lot of Mm. fun being a second like it's there's also an art to it as well like because you can't be too much of a yeah you can't can't pull too much because you know the the guys in the ring are the ones really doing the work so you don't want to take away from them you want to add to uh which i think is the thing that a lot of uh guys on the indies really kind of miss sometimes is you want to add to you don't want to take away from um so but yeah being a second's a lot of fun and i actually enjoy it a lot more than i thought i would (laughs) i'd say you definitely added to that one for sure oh oh yeah for sure and so now you're off of second duty and on the tag team duty in the next derby city wrestling with you i mean lord crew going up against was it jake something and and Who is Willie it? Mack. And Willie yeah. Mack, yeah, yeah. Yes, tell sir. us about tell tell us about that a little bit. Um, uh, well, like I, I'm pretty familiar with uh, Jake. Something uh, we've had a few run-ins in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Mack, well, my first interaction with him was at that show. So, okay. Uh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah big, I, I'm a big fan of Willie Mack. He's an incredibly talented dude. Um, but uh, I'm. I'm very. I'm looking forward to people seeing what Crew and I can do together because we yeah. we tag here and there at a lot of different places, and uh, I think we are a a formidable duo. So I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, showing people what we do together. And it's been at Derby City Ready, like a press of okay, we're these guys are together, but they haven't really seen us do anything together yet. Mm-hmm. Well, the next Derby City show. Uh, we gonna we gonna show what's up. So looking forward to that. And oh, saw yeah, the name. Your guy's name is Cincinnati's most wanted. Obviously, love that too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but just on Derby for a second, you had big matches there both times with Moose and Willie Mack, like we just said. Mm-hmm. So hell for the two indie promotions that we follow, 
you're the biggest fucking star in the game, baby. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's yours great. That's freaking great yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and how'd you get involved with Derby City Wrestling, too? Because that's brand new. You know, like we actually heard about yeah. it at the Wrestle Art Show because it was happening yeah. the next day from a the guy who was one. sitting beside us in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like that, it's a it's a part of the uh, United Wrestling Network or, or whatever, uh, which is like pro uh, championship wrestling from like Hollywood. I think they have a, mm -hmm. one in Memphis. They had one in Florida, but I think the uh, or maybe it was Atlanta and the pandemic kind of shut it down. But they have like spots all over the, the United States, right? That they uh, that they do stuff in. Uh, crew was uh, working for them um, at a few at a few of the places. I think he was in Hollywood for a little bit, and then uh, you know maybe maybe in the Florida one. And uh, he kind of told me he was like, "Hey, uh, Dave Marquez, the guy who runs it, he's like he's wanting to do something in Kentucky." Is it cool if I throw your name in? And I was like, well, yeah, man, of course. <laughs> so um, next thing I know, they are getting a hold of me, like, hey, get your Kentucky license because because we want to book you. And I was like, all right, sweet. And honestly, like, whenever there's something like that, like a mm -hmm. TV type uh, type feel, it's kind of hit or miss with wrestling. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you hear that, and then you know it'll get close. Kind of like with the uh, you know working names for me, like oh. it'll get close, and and then it'll happen, and then it'll be not what you expected and kind of yeah. not go anywhere or it'll just fall through and nothing will happen. But, uh, so, I mean, I was kind of hesitant about Derby city, but then knowing the track record that they have, I was kind of like, uh, maybe this one's actually going to go through and it's actually going to be a thing. Um, and then of course, uh, I showed up and shoot, man, what a production. I was just, mm -hmm. I was, I was yeah. all struck by it all. I was just like, wow, yeah. this is, this is a thing, man. This is not just uh, a regular indie. This is no. This is a uh, no. this is up there a little bit. And then you know when yeah. you see the the guys who are on the roster and um, the guys that they use, it's like shoot, man. There's I mean Peter Avalon is uh, uh, AEW yep. superstar, like uh, Impact Wrestling former world champion Moose, like uh, Willie Mack, like who I think I think signed a contract with somebody recently i think yeah um, yeah uh, marty bell who's been all over the place like there's there's just so many um uh talented and, and well-known names uh connected to it and it being in louisville um kind of makes it a big deal too because louisville's mm -hmm. a you know huge wrestling town and uh we're gonna get to add to the legacy of of both the United Wrestling Network and Louisville uh, with Derby City, and I think they got some uh, they got some cool stuff ahead, and uh, I'm really excited to be a part of it. And it's it's probably going to change wrestling in that area a lot. So I, I think uh, it's it's just awesome. So long yeah. story. I mean, I kind of ran a little bit there, but long <laughs> that story is okay. Is, <laughs> crew got me there. Crew put me yeah. in their ear, and then. Uh, and then that was that. There's yeah, no, nothing, mean, nothing that crew can't do, you know? That's right. <laughs> right. But, yeah, we were obviously, like, from going to Wrestle Arts to Derby City, and obviously no disrespect to Wrestle Arts, but it's just when you have a television product and that type of venue, it's just going to have a different look and feel. And uh, 
we walked in there and first off that building was huge yeah and it was kind of like tucked back in the back corner but yeah that was a, a great venue and like we said raucous crowd everybody having fun so uh we're definitely looking forward to seeing you there next time as well but um so i did want to pivot to moxley um do you remember i was scrolling cage match earlier just at some of your old matches do you remember a match against him in 2006 at bellevue high school i actually uh at bellevue kentucky yes i do that was i think our maybe our first or second singles match together actually yeah i bring <laughs> like that up had, uh, oh go ahead uh no i was just gonna say like i think we we might have had like one prior to this or one right after it but this is either the first or the second match we had together so i brought that up my mom went to bellevue high school i used to live in bellevue really? my brother current my brother currently lives in bellevue so I again just saw that I'm like, holy shit! Aaron Williams wrestled Moxley at Bellevue High School. So, do you remember anything about that match at all? Uh, I I do. I like I I remember a lot of the interactions I had with Mox. Like we uh, uh, we trained together, and uh, we actually I didn't realize until he until he moved to uh, nearly until he moved to Jersey. But like uh, we actually lived like maybe 15 minutes from each other and never really like got oh, yeah. together, like just to hang out. Yeah. Um, but uh, that particular match, I remember well, because when I got to the venue, the card was different. Like, I think I was supposed to have like a tag match or something like that. Uh, and my partner ended up not being able to be there. So um, I think they, then, then went to do a mixed tag with me and, and uh, a young lady versus, I think, the, one of the guys I was in a tag feud with and another young lady. And then Moxley walked up to me, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, I think I'm doing this mixed tag. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to get changed. Hold on. And then, he, and then he walks away. And I think I was in the ring, just kind of like rolling around and doing stuff. And eventually, like a few minutes go by, and he comes back to me. He's like, "Okay, we're working now. It's me and you." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." He's like, "He was like, yeah, just kind of like looked around the locker room, and I was like, I don't want to work any of these guys. I work Aaron." <laughs> I was like, "All right, that man. is a that cool is a me. great and." That's a great impression. <laughs> um, well, it looks like you obviously worked him a heck of a lot, you know, in that 2006, 7, 8 time period. Just what was it like working with him before he was the superstar he is? But just talk, tell, tell us what that was like. Oh, man. Uh, Mox was super cool, man. And, he, and the best thing about Moxley is he's still super cool. Like nothing, uh, his fame change at all uh he was always kind of a like kind of stay to himself type of dude but super innovative like he always thinking of, like on another level from other people in my opinion and we're like oh i saw this spot i think it'd be really really cool to do uh and then that was it uh then we do the spot but with moxley it was different man moxley like kind of looked at wrestling in a whole different manner like everything like kind of made like deep sense to him um so it was it was a it was a 
joy to win. Although he kind of started around, actually, I might have started before him. Um, uh, he was like his mentality about the business made it to where I felt like I was learning from him all the time. Um, yeah. Like the way he would just do his character and like just so many things about working with him was so, so cool. Uh, he never wanted to like overdo things. He wanted to do just enough stuff. And obviously he did it the right way because he was able to uh, have the career and still have the career that he's having. Um, so it's, it was it was awesome getting to work with him. Uh, super cool guy, super incredible talent, uh, and he's he's a great wrestler too. I, I, he doesn't really implement implement oh, yeah. it that much these days, but man, back then, John Moxley and probably still now to this day could probably out wrestle anybody. He's so good yeah. that it's it's just it's it's criminal. Like because he's he's <laughs> such so good like with his character work, and then he's so good in the ring as well that man he's just gosh i wish i was working with him now <laughs> yeah well hey uh, maybe uh, one did, did he bleed as easily back then as he does now uh, <laughs> i think i honestly think that during like one of the mm-hmm. angles we worked because we worked together in quite a few places um but one of the places we worked uh was hwa um mm-hmm. like it's 2.0 or something i think because there were there were during the HWA years, there was like the original. Then there was like a uh, it kind of got sold, and then it was like a watered down version a little bit. And and we worked during the kind of the watered down version a lot. Um, mm. But the matches were great. Mm. Uh, we had this one match in Norwood, and I used to do this spot where I would like kind of tree woe somebody, and then I'd just kick them in the face real hard. Well. Moxley was going through this period of time where he just found ways to bleed. So <laughs> uh, I him in that, that position and I kicked him in the face and then he just powdered out. Right. And I just kind of like chilled for a second. And then when I went to go and get him, I lifted him up. I grabbed him by his hair and lifted him up and there was blood everywhere. And I thought <laughs> I his face. Um, and thankfully I didn't, but dang, man. Yeah. Terrifying. Did Terrifying. you connect with him? Yeah, Did you connect with him pretty good? Like that you thought that could have happened? Yeah, I, I thought I did. I always thought that I was like real, real safe with a lot of my stuff. But, you know, occasionally you you, you slip up. But um, <laughs> he, ugh, that was that was that was a, that was a scary moment for uh, for all here. But he was just like, eh, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's great um well speaking of potentially hurting someone i know bo always likes to ask wrestlers a certain question here so i'm gonna wind wind it up here right so uh um is somebody who's always liked to wanted to take a bump perhaps maybe one day you will give me my first one who knows but (laughs) but um you know, I'm always curious, like, out of all the moves that have been done to you, out of all the bumps you've taken, which has been the one that's hurt the most? Ooh, man, that is so hard. Oh, gosh. Let me uh, – uh, okay. Uh, it might be – I mean, okay. Yeah, I think I think I know what it is. Um, Jay Christ used to do this mood called the Suicide. 
Uh, and what he would do, which uh, maybe that's why he doesn't do it anymore, because it's kind of a you know messed up yeah. name. But yeah. uh, he, what he would do is he would be sitting on the top rope, and he would pull you up, and he would put you in a pedigree position, okay. like he would be mm-hmm. standing on the top rope, and then he would flip and take you with him. Yeah. And oh, it could God. go one of two ways: you could <laughs> land on your face. And it would be like a highly impactful missed moonsault, <laughs> or you didn't get all the way over and you just <laughs> landed on your head. Uh, unfortunately, both of those have happened to me, and oh neither one of them fun. <laughs> but not, yeah. Oh my lord! <laughs> he also once gave me a, uh, you know, the old Razor Ramon where he'd put him up on the top rope and he'd just give him a back suplex off the top rope. Oh yeah. He once gave me that too, and he like lifted his head or his hand just a little too much, and I just came down all all back of my dome. Ugh. Oh my god! Knees into my face. Oh, it was it was bad. Have you Ooh. ever had a match that had to be stopped due to injury? No, because I'm an idiot. Matches <laughs> 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 that should have been stopped by injury. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, I I was wrestling uh, Trey Miguel once, and okay. it was actually it was a very very uh, cool thing because uh, Ricky Steamboat was our referee. Oh so, wow! Nice. Very cool. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was very cool. Uh, at the time, I was doing this hot start thing where every time the bell would ring, I would just run into the buckle and give the guy a drop kick and just stuff him in the corner. Right. Well, uh, Trey had seen, seen one too many of my matches, so when I went to do that, he just moved, and my hips were up on the top buckle, and then I just kind of tumbled right down, right on the top of my head, out like a light immediately. Wow. Yeah. Completely, wow. completely knocked out, completely concussed, and just kept going. Yeah. Like uh, wrestled for... I want to say like 12 to 15 minutes after that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Finally, finally got to see the tape because I didn't remember the match at all. Get yeah. back to the end. And um, apparently I did a spot with uh, Ricky as well. The only <laughs> thing I remember about this match is I had a, a, a piece of my gear was kind of like falling off. So I retched out and like kind of pulled it out. And then that was it. That was the only thing I remember about the whole match. Wow. Apparently I got to the back and I was like looking around for everybody and I was like, where's Ricky at? Hey, somebody, where's Ricky? And he was literally <laughs> standing right beside me. Like he's like, I'm right here. I was like, oh, okay. And then they found me just wander they found me wandering around in the uh the parking lot like 10 minutes wow. later. Just, oh my yeah. god. Lord. Yeah. 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 When Ooh. how long ago was that? Like, was that kind of before head injuries and things became a bigger deal. Like I'm sure that type of stuff still happens in wrestling all the time, but you know, now they're treated a little more seriously, I'd say. Yeah. Like uh, this was probably maybe like 2015, maybe I think okay. uh, much to his credit. When I finally got to watch the match back, it was really weird watching it because I'm watching me do stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who that dude is. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently my body just went into muscle memory, and mm-hmm. I did everything. Like everything, yeah. just all fine. I just still did everything. And That's much wild. to his credit, Ricky was trying to fast count me. 
He was trying yeah. to get the match over. But I just kept <laughs> and you kept kicking out. Yeah. I just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, so I have a bit of an off the wall yeah, <laughs> funny question here about uh, matches. So this is, uh, I want to give my boy Travis from the Wrestle Special credit, which I think you may have even met him many years ago because he used to cover Rockstar Pro. Oh, way yeah, back okay. in the day. He had a show called The Knife-Edged Chop back then. But anyway. Uh, I think I recall that, yeah. Okay. So I was listening to his show earlier today. He had a mailbag, and someone asked him about wrestlers farting during matches, and he did not have an answer for it. And I'm like, well, hey, we're talking to a wrestler tonight. I figured I'd ask. So... Man. How often have you farted during a match? Have you ever made anybody fart during a match with a hold? But any stories about farting in matches here? We're, we're, we're going there. Uh, it, it has. It's definitely happened. I mean, sometimes you just you, yeah. you take a bump so hard. It's just, ooh, it's naughty. It just happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah, there's there's um, a mass exodus there, you know? Yeah. yeah it's it's going to happen. Um yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I, uh, unfortunately, I do have to admit. Yeah, it's it's happened to me a couple of times. Um, <laughs> probably the worst one I think is uh, was years ago, right? Uh, I think back in like 2006 or something. I was. I, I will leave the person's name out of it because dang, yeah, I, don't yeah. even, I don't even. I don't. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it out. We don't want to tie it back to them. <laughs> I was wrestling and they went to give me a power bomb, right? Oh. And when they hoisted me up, <laughs> a little too much pressure on the old abdomen, bud. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's excellent. Felt terrible. Felt terrible uh, for it, but it happens, man. Yeah, you got, yeah, you can't can't control it sometimes. Yeah. So that That's is cool. just the thing. That is classic. Um, do you have any matches you've had? Obviously, you've had hundreds, maybe even thousands, and you know, nearly a twenty-year career. But what are some of your favorite matches that you've ever had? Oh man, that's that's a really tough. Like I try to answer that like in my own head sometimes. It is yeah. hard. Like, I've had like over two thousand matches. Okay, easily. Yeah. Um. I, I can say, like, there are some people that I really, really enjoy working with. Uh, and most of those probably happened with them. Um, uh, the match that I had with uh, John Moxley uh, in Norwood where he bled uh, <laughs> is probably one of my favorite matches. I really enjoyed that match. I was probably terrible then, and it's probably not nearly as good as I, I think it was in my head. But I just remember really enjoying that match. Um he seemed to put a lot into it. Uh, the promo he cut after it was fantastic. Uh, just uh, a, lot, a lot of good things went behind that match. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Anytime I get to wrestle Gary J is uh, fantastic. Um, That's a name I've recently seen. I have not seen a match of his, so I'll have. I think I saw one of you with him on YouTube, so I may have to check. Yeah, that out. yeah, yeah. Give it, give it a gander. He's uh, he's. Very like intense, strong style type type worker. Uh, uh, I dig that. Also one of my good buddies, so he's uh he's always a good one. I just recently had a match in a little promotion that I trained mm -hmm. kids at called uh, 
FGW with a, a guy named Ryan Michaels, which is a match I really, really enjoyed. That's probably the most recent one that I can think of. Nice. Uh, I've had like two or three Iron Man matches with Jay Christ. Those are always okay. good. Mm-hmm. 60 minutes. Yep. Uh, Ron Mathis, like, is another guy who's, a, who's fantastic. How about um, how about this? What would be some dream matches? Yeah. People that you would love to work with that you have never worked with before. Uh, top of the list is probably Mike Bailey. Oh man, he is uh, just on fire these last couple of years. Yeah, really, I would love to wrestle Mike Bailey. Like, I try not to pick people who aren't like currently wrestling and that are like within the realm of possibility sure mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so, so mike bailey's definitely way 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 up there he's he's the top of the list i think um shoot some other i'd like to work effie uh i'd like to okay. work uh i'd like i'd really like to work uh now i want to work danny limelight I want to work yeah, that yeah. Guy. Uh, he was he was the first wrestler we interviewed actually yes, a couple was, years yeah. ago Oh, shoot. Uh, you got beef with him? No, he's just he's just got a title that I want now. Is that the United Wrestling? Yeah. No, yes, sir. He's got, okay. he's, got that, he's got that bad boy. Uh, yeah. I, I would like that. Um, shoot, man. There's there's so many. As a like a tag team guy, because I, I have I tag with crew. I also tag with Gary. I'd love to wrestle the butcher and the blade. Oh yeah, love to do that. Um, mm. Shit, they got Takeshita and Kenny tomorrow night on Dynamite. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Yes, sir. I guess shoot, man. There's Nakajima. Oh, I love that guy. I'm really yeah. reaching for that one, but that's. Uh... Oh, he just dropped. <laughs> What up? Oh, I, lost, I lost you. I don't know what happened. No, 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 you're all good, man. Nakajima. Uh, yeah. One Nakajima, of my, yeah. one of my Nakajima, favorites yeah. of the past Here, few I'm gonna, years. I'm going to note this real quick. <laughs> no Dude, doubt about uh, it. Yeah, he's uh, – man, he's so good. And he's – like I've really – there's there's so many guys that are like incredible like athletes and just can do anything. Uh, and that, that's great. And I love that, but I really love a guy who can tell me a story with mm. just what, just the way he moves. Oh and yeah. Nakajima is, is that guy, man. He's, he's a dude and that he's, can just. He's been doing it since he was like 15 at a very high level too. So yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. I remember watch... seeing tapes when he was like still in like white and green trunks. Yeah. And like a baby face and oh, oh gosh. Yeah. There was that match. It was he and Sasaki against Go Shiyazaki and Kenta Kobashi when they were like 18 and 20 and obviously yep. working with their mentors. Yep. I've watched that one many a time. I'm a huge Japanese wrestler. So I have a separate show called the Phoenix Splash that's all Japanese wrestling. So, uh, oh gosh, like, uh, yeah. one of my, one of my biggest, uh, uh, probably one of my biggest inspirations is, uh, the great Muda. So, okay. like, that's, uh, yeah. That's and he I just, actually he I just mean, finally hung it up. Yeah, he did. And I actually just I mean I'm gonna show you anyway, although it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know, can you oh see that? nice, nice, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I that's just got awesome. that yesterday, actually. Like, oh, that's terrible. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, there's like, gosh, so many, so many incredible guys that I really want to wrestle. Like, what I, like I said, I guys, What Japanese guys have you worked with? Because I remember you said you have you worked in Japan or just against some uh, Japanese oh, I've, guys? I've, I've worked against some Japanese guys. I worked, uh, I haven't gone, gotten to go to Japan yet. Okay. Hopefully I'll get to do that before I hang it up. Yeah. Uh, I got to wrestle Rin Narita, uh, a couple oh, years wow. back. Yeah. Uh, for a place called Black Label Pro out I'm in the familiar. crowd. Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, and then is, I wrestled, he... uh, Narita is just like a spitting image of Shibata at this point. It's unbelievable. Dude, he's so, he's very good. And I really, really enjoyed the match I had with him. Actually, that's another one. And it's like, like for multiple reasons too like there's um you know like that's a style that i really like i really enjoy that that hard hitting like in your face style um and i've i've been told by countless amounts of people who have been to japan dude if you could just go to japan once you'd blow up like oh, yeah that's, that's great but <laughs> you know like that's, that's the problem um uh, uh, and I've re- wrestled uh, Shigehiro Airie, uh, yeah, yep. like uh, about three or four times, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, always have a good time with him. I want to say there's like another one, but I, I can't I can't recall who it was. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Noah has been bringing over a lot more foreign talent lately. Like you see, you know, guys like. Saxon Huxley's getting tag title shots over there. So I don't know, like from your point yeah. of view, like how do you get on their radar? Do you just like send someone a tape? But like, you know, if there's a specific, like let's just say Noah, for example, like you want to you want to work in Noah, like what would your process be of trying to get over there? Who like uh, that's like always a tough thing, man, with, <laughs> with wrestling because uh well we what we do is a lot of who you know and like sure. right time, right place type stuff. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of hard. Like just in the states, it's hard. Um, yeah. So like across the world in another country, <laughs> it's like, ooh, man. Like I think you kind of just have to you have to know the right people, and maybe there are some mm-hmm. cases that you just you know happen to get seen by the right person, or you send something yeah. over there, and the right person sees it and they like you, and they're just like, oh yeah. So let's let's bring this guy over. Um, like I know uh, some of the GCW talent has gotten to, to go over there for Noah and stuff. Uh, there's shoot, like that's that's always been a, a bit of a tough thing for me is figuring yeah. out. Okay, because a lot of the time it is it is definitely a, a who you know type thing, and and basically sure. who's willing to say they know you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. For sure. Well, I feel like I've been asking a bunch here, Bo. You got anything else what on else the top got? of your mind? Here? Um. So, uh, what's sort of next for uh, the Dead Ringer, Aaron Williams? Um. You know, what's uh. You know, what do you kind of hope to sort of accomplish in the ring? You know, kind of in the next year or two. Um. I would like to. I would love to do some stuff for uh, either AEW or Ring of Honor. Nice. Um. Yeah. That's kind mm-hmm. of like a loose goal for me. Is, is something I would like to do. Um, even if it's just like doing some dark tapings or, mm-hmm. or anything like that, Ring of Honor is like a, 
kind of a big, big one for me. Um, yeah. I've got to uh, do a couple of their like tryout camps and stuff before uh, when they were owned by Sinclair. Um, and just like, like they, when they, when I started training is when they started to like really start rolling. So like, just to be able to be like, yeah, like I kind of feel like we're on the same trajectory and I've just never gotten to never gotten to get there. So I hope that, you know, it's been really good. It's it's been really good since they started the weekly TV as well. So yeah. Yeah. Like Um, I I really, really hope that something like that going to happen. Also, I'd like to go to, to Europe um, this year sometime, hopefully, um, to get something over there. And uh, I want to do more stuff with uh, the, the United Wrestling Network. I'd like to go to uh, California for and do Hollywood, maybe. That'd be cool. Um, I mean, I, I, I need to set more goals for myself, but I often just kind of I kind of go by the seat of my pants, too. I'm just kind of like, yeah. yeah, man, I'm just... I'm just here to have a good time. Um, well, and I, I, I'd thankfully, I've been it. having a good time. So. Yeah, it looks, good. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, we can definitely tell. Yeah, um, but um, I guess one last one I have uh, to kind of book in things with Mortal Kombat. Who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character to play as? Probably. Um, I do best as Scorpion. Okay, but I. I low key want to be really good as Johnny Cage. Yeah, Johnny Cage is a hard one. You got to do those like th- uh, that, that those like yeah. one eighty, you know, moves that like they're tough. You know, I've I've always been more of a yeah. sub zero gun. I think it's a bit of a cop out because you just freeze people and just you know chill for a bit. <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, I like Scorpion and like uh, I low key like uh, what which one was he in? Um, I think it was Deception, maybe, mm. and I think one of the other ones, Cobra from the Black Dragon. Okay. I kind of low key like Cobra. Gotcha. Who's <laughs> like, like a part of Kano's like group, had, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had like the Arnie sticks and everything. And I was kind of like, mm. I, you know what? I, I can get down with Cobra. Yeah, nice. yeah. But he never <laughs> was very powerful, and he, like so, so he'd get whooped a lot. But you know, it's like he kind of looks like Ken from a. Uh, Street Fighter too. It's like yeah, yeah. I like this dude. <laughs> Who are the opponents? And it's uh, we have you're going up against Jank something. And what's his name again? I keep forgetting it. Willie Mac. Yeah, I bet they're like Cyrax and Sector, aren't they? You're going to go up against those guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to knock, the, not, knock, the, knock, the, yeah, knock the battery acid out of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Blow that fools up. <laughs> go. Well, Go a Mortal Kombat Armageddon on them and just like Here we, go. Uh, no, we don't we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a geek. Uh, we'll get you out of here shortly. Seriously, thank you so much thank for you, doing man. this. Yeah. We appreciate it. That's but I'd be fun. remiss to not ask some Cincinnati questions. Oh, Are yeah. you a Reds or Bengals fan? I am a baseball fan more than I am okay. a Bengals fan. I can't yeah. really say that I've kept up. Uh, I know that they're kind of like hit and miss this year. Like apparently they they do well for a couple games and then they tank for like. Yeah, they've three. been they're down to like seven and fifteen again, and yeah, yeah, they started out okay. I mean, they're still in the midst of a rebuild, but yeah, it's still always fun to get out to the ballpark though. 
Yeah. yeah, I love going. I love going to ball games. It's a lot of good memories as a kid. Like I used to watch ball games with my grandpa, and I think that's yep. kind of one of the things that made me fall in love with it so much. Uh, Cruz a big football too. guy. Okay. Yeah, Cruz a big football guy. I hate the cold, so I ain't about to sit outside. <laughs> and watch people you. throw the ball back and forth. I ain't, I ain't about that. Like, no, nah, it's got to be warm. I want my I want my ice cream and my little Reds hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Hell yeah! Uh, what about Skyline Gold Star? Are you uh, you got a preference? Do you like them? I like them both. Um, okay, but I have I have been leaning towards the Skyline side a little bit lately, uh, mainly because you know, well, you know as well as I do here in Cincinnati, you can't be a fan of both. It's like yeah. Brett and Sean out here. You got to choose one or the other. You can't, you can't, you can't do both. Um, yeah. But I try to. I try to ride the line. Well, funny like, enough, we we just got followed by Gold Star on Twitter today, so yeah. we won't tell uh, them that. Uh, but oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, very, yeah, no, I think, no, no, yeah, we were just talking about their chicken sandwich. Apparently, they got a chicken sandwich, and I tweeted out, "I was like, where were you when Gold Star entered the chicken sandwich wars?" And they loved it so much, you know. <laughs> Gosh, they follows you for it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But we used to, we, our podcast was actually born in Northern Kentucky. And that's when we would do the early show together in person and shit. I feel like more often than not, we'd be getting some Gold Star or Dixie Chili. I don't know if yes. you, uh, what do you think about oh, Dixie I've Chili? Had, I've had Dixie yeah, Chili. Yeah, it's good yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Alligators yeah. all the way. Yeah, but I'm a fan, I'm a fan of all of them, so I think uh, I'm not yeah. going to make you choose. And obviously, since we got Gold Thank Star you. to follow us, yeah, well, yeah. we like yeah. them. So I personally, I prefer Gold Star's conies, but Skyline's three ways. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I think I'm kind of that way. Like, I, yeah. although I think I'm opposite, I think I prefer Sky uh, Skyline's conies and okay. Gold Star's three ways. But but they're all but either great. Way, you, you can't go yeah. wrong. Yeah, no, I'd it's have to say. Yeah, I have to say I'm a, a sky. I'm a Gold Star Coney Skyline three way, especially Skyline's got that Greek salad, like a, a three way and a Greek salad, very underrated <laughs> combo. Got to say, um, I right. will say though, if you want Coney's and fries, you know, Gold Star they got the good crinkle cut fries. Skyline's fries sure. they're just pitiful, and I th- I'm like, guys, you, I know you can do better. You know, yeah, like, they got the, the shoestring fries, uh, and yeah. then Dixie's yeah. got the waffle fries, which you are do, good. yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're going like the uh, chili trees fry route, you definitely oh, want that. Yeah. You don't want the oh, yeah. you don't want the smooth boys. No, gotta no. get that crank. It's gotta get trapped <laughs> in there. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> like going to that Dixie Chili in Newport and getting two alligators, waffle fries, and then putting on the Titanic soundtrack on the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! Any other sin? Do you still live in the Cincy area? Uh yeah, I live in the greater Cincinnati area. I live in uh, Batavia area. Okay. Right yeah. So, yeah, kind of, kind of still around. Uh, like a short, maybe twenty-minute drive from downtown, I guess. Yeah, I'm guessing far. you. I meant to ask earlier, but I'm guessing you probably came up with BJ Whitmer too, huh? Oh my gosh! Yes, I did, and. Uh, BJ actually was the reason because I was a fan of like HWA and stuff before I became a wrestler, obviously. Um, and I would yeah. go to their shows just to watch BJ Whitmer. Like I was okay. a massive Whitmer mark. Huge. And I, I guess I still am. Obviously I got to wrestle yeah. him in a couple tag matches, I think. 
And then I think in like maybe 2013 when he was doing his like little comeback run for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it was 14. uh, I got to wrestle him at IWA East Coast in West Virginia. And I was so incredibly happy that I got to do that. That's awesome. He was, he was one of the ones, man. Like I got to, I got, I was lucky enough to get to wrestle a lot of those guys from, uh, from my fandom, uh, from that era. Like, uh, I got to wrestle Matt Stryker quite a few times. I got to wrestle Chad Collier a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to wrestle. I didn't necessarily get to wrestle Nigel McGinnis, but he was in a lot of tag matches with us. And, okay. Uh, yeah. our team. So that was really cool. Uh, obviously Moxley, I got to wrestle a bunch, uh, just, uh, yeah, man, I guess I, I've been pretty fortunate in that respect getting to, to like work with people who've like been able to inspire me, like right in front of me. I've, I've wrestled Cody Hawk. I don't know how many times and every time that yep. amazes me at how good that man is. Like what, people are I, like, people tell me I, I'm good and I'm like, shoot, man, you don't even know. You don't, you don't even know. You don't get it. <laughs> Well, I brought up Whitmer because he and I actually met last year through like a mutual connection. We've had lunch a couple of times. He's hooked me up with tickets to AEW shows. So he's kind of become a, a friend over this last like year plus. So uh, maybe awesome. I'll uh, maybe I'll put in a good word for him uh, to get you a ring of honor because I know he's involved. So. Well, shoot, man, I would I wouldn't be mad at you for that. I don't think I got any stroke, but uh, I'll definitely definitely tell him we because we've been. I've talked to him about getting him on the show as well, and he's like, "Yeah, you got to go through AEW PR," and I just haven't done it yet. But I need to loop back with him anyway. But yeah, he's been a great. I mean, he just had lunch with me, who was a fucking nobody. So and you know, just continued like he likes getting my opinion on certain matches and it's kind of been a cool little relationship and he's kind of taken over. He's producing like all the women's stuff and like, you know, kind of really kind of helped turn around that division with, you know, Tony storm and Jamie Hader and everything going on there. So. Yeah, man. Like, that's awesome, man. Like he's, he's always been such a cool guy, but I think I like always, I put those guys to me, they're, they're on a pedestal to me, you know, like I, I look at guys like Whitmer and, obviously like Nigel and Cody and, and Stryker and like uh, even Pepper Parks, who's the blade and, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like uh, I put all those dudes like, like up here, man. Like those guys are the, the top notch dudes to me. So it's, it's weird for me to be like, Oh yeah, I guess we're kind of peers. I guess I could like <laughs> ask you or something or talk to you about it, but I feel so odd about it. And I'm just yeah. like, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just little Aaron, man. You, 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 you probably don't even remember me and, and everything like that. But yeah, dude, those guys are so cool. And they've always been so uh, accommodating, really. Like, yeah, I can't I can't say a bad thing about any of those dudes. Hell yeah. Well, last thing, because I totally forgot to mention it earlier when we talked about Rockstar Pro, a good friend of ours, High Five Tom, uh, said he first saw you in Rockstar Pro, has always been a big fan, and just wanted to ask about your time there and what it was like working at Rockstar Pro up in Dayton, Ohio. Um, it, like Rockstar Pro was like a – it was a labor of love in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. like I, uh, uh, I got to be a heel there for the first time. Uh, I met some really, really good friends there. Um, it, it, it had its ups and downs, I think, because any job does, especially one that you're at, at for a long time. And I was at Rockstar from 
day one till the day it closed its doors, really. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Like there were there were a lot of like, you know, hills and valleys and stuff. But overall, I, I definitely enjoyed my time there. I got to work with a lot of incredibly uh, talented dudes there and a lot of guys who have gone on to do um, great things. Like uh, I got to work with Joe Casey in that building. I got to work. Nice. Uh, I got to work with Shane Strickland like three times in that building. I got to work okay. with uh, Tommy in there or uh, Malachi Black. Yep. Uh, like a he's, lot of, he's a lot the of man. Yeah. yeah, dude. So good. It's <laughs> so and, good. And such like, and he's got like such a good mind too. Cause like we, I think I worked with him uh, there. And then from there, we went to CZW in New Jersey to do Best mm-hmm. of the Best, where I got to work with him there too. And this entire 13 hour car drive, this dude was just dropping bombs of knowledge, not just oh, about wow. wrestling, but about about life man just yeah. like just and it was just such a cool experience and he's such a cool dude and he's always been kind um but yeah man like it was it was cool to to to, to work there and kind of be a pillar there uh for yeah. a long time um uh but yeah yeah so it was uh it was it was a wild time i guess really like uh <laughs> looking back it's it's yeah. it's something you, you mm-hmm. look back sometimes you're like wow I was really I was there during that or yeah. you're like oh I was there during that like so you, you get like differences you know it's like yeah like I got to experience this cool thing and this cool thing and this cool thing and then mm-hmm. oh yeah but I also had to kind of deal with that and that and that <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, thankfully really. I'd say the good outweighs the bad so mm-hmm. uh, there you Rockstar go was, Rockstar was nice. It was yeah. it was cool. And I still am uh, friends with a lot of those guys and good good relationships there. Hell yeah, Bo! You good got deal. anything before we get him out of here? Not not off, not off the top of my head. You know, uh, if I ever come to Cincinnati to an arcade bar and you are there, we have to play some more combat. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, hell yeah, Aaron. Thank you again. This was awesome. Um, I presume we'll probably be seeing you at Derby City and Wrestle Arts here coming up uh, in about a month plus. So uh, we will stay in touch and uh, looking forward to seeing you in the ring again. Sure. Awesome. Thank you, guys. No problem. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Take care, brother. We appreciate it. See ya. The NFL Draft is here, and the most exciting prospect is the prospect of being perfectly groomed head-to-toe with our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped has long had elite downfield play with their lawnmower 4.0, but in 2023 they have the rookie sensation Beard Hedger to ensure the face of your franchise is a pretty one. This one-two punch of men's grooming is the best acquisition for any at-home GM. So go to manscaped.com and save some salary cap with our code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. Tell them more, buddy. Yeah, Manscaped really runs long and hard at the Combine. Um, And this year they can help you make the sexy pick without forgetting about your big uglies up front. 
That's right, the Beard Hedger and Lawnmower 4.0 are a franchise-changing combo that will have you looking at your roster with pride. It'll go up faster than New York Jet. Everyone who saw the Super Bowl knows what can happen with poorly managed grass. That type of ball playing field quality would never happen with the Lawnmower 4.0. This elite electric trimmer is a lock for first-round talent. Just look at its explosive talent with RPM. With all that power, the lawnmower is still the most nimble on the field with its skin-safe technology that reduces your nicks and snags with making all the right cuts on air. And in the season of trimming the roster, you're going to give away all those draft picks like the Green Bay Packers just did tonight. Manscaped will make sure you're cutting all the right players, not any important pieces to your D. <laughs> you now done the dirty work. Now it's time to make sure you look good out there with the Beard Hedger and its 20 positions of precision, just like the 20 players out on a field at one time in football. <laughs> this powerful cordless yeah. trimmer helps you customize your look with a rotary reel that has 20 links while using only one guard. In football, having a deep O-line may be a good thing, but in the bathroom, having a big D line <laughs> in one guard is just a mess. Plus, it's, here we go. Plus, it's Unbelievable. <laughs> Single-stroke efficiency. <laughs> Can have you go to a bushy Matt Patricia to that goddamn offensive guru. Offensive. <laughs> yeah, I wish Manscaped could help me shave my ass because we'll go from that to Sean McVay in no time. Someone offensive this on guru, phone. my ass. Yeah, somebody had to type this on a phone. If you haven't upgraded your grooming tools already, head to Manscaped for a champion worth roster reset. Ballast action. Oh, dear. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com using the code BBB. Go from Mr. Irrelevant to a first-round pick with Manscaped. And I promise you, your balls and Sean McVay will thank you. We'll give you that big old hug like they give Roger Goodell every time they get draft picked. You know. Oh man, I can't believe the. I can't the believe they. I can't, guru I, in there. I can't believe they put that in there. Yeah, that's a um, long uh, inside joke for us, stemming back to when we played the Rams in the Super Bowl, and really long oh, before that. Oh but, yes. Yeah. Why don't you just tell like, it? Oh yeah. The. Um, so Rich and I uh, would always follow the Jets subreddit back like the season before last when the Jets were like two and six, two and 14 or whatever, you know, and um, their fans on their subreddit were cheering for them to lose every game so they could get Trevor Lawrence as their first pick, which like in hindsight, I guess it may work out for him. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is a much better NFL player than fucking Zach Wilson, you know, yeah. but I mean, they have Aaron Rodgers now. So there's that, you know, so um, whatever. But um, I remember um, they won their first game of the season against the Rams, the L.A. Rams yeah. coached by Sean McVay. And um, the top comment, and it is still, this thread is still the top um, voted thread, the top most upvoted thread in the history of their subreddit. And it's uh, called <laughs> Sean McVay hate thread. And the top <laughs> comment is offensive guru, my ass. Which we said about a trillion times yeah, in the lead up to the Super Bowl. And during it. During yeah. the Super Bowl. You even showed your ass during the Super Bowl because we were stifling that running game. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the W. But no. very funny to see it pop up there in the Manscaped copy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, how about Aaron Williams? That was just wonderful. What yeah, a yeah. What a, yeah, what a blast. I enjoyed that for sure. Yeah. Farting on someone while getting power bombed. Yeah. <laughs> 
just you know hearing that's pretty much about... the best version of that story i feel like we could get oh, you know yeah like, like how i'm imagining him... it in my head yeah like with a big poof yeah <laughs> you know? but hearing him talk about a young moxley very cool his mox impression was wonderful oh yeah and, and i'm rooting for this guy to get on aew dark and ring for of sure. honor like, like what do i what, yeah. like what do i have to do to help him make that happen what do we I, need I will to do, do those things again from you what know. we've seen and he's been doing this since 2005 you know he's yeah. only 38 that he was yeah. obviously been doing this a long time but yeah, the guy needs to be on a bigger stage. And, you know, everything we've seen, he's main event in these indie shows and, you know, starting to generate some buzz. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, couldn't couldn't be happier that he came on and was so cool mm-hmm. and, you know, gave us the time when he, you know, talked about his busy schedule. But uh, definitely a guy we'll be keeping an eye on here uh, in BBB land. That's for, That's sure. for sure, yeah. But, yes, thank you again, Mr. Williams, the dead ringer. Well, bud, I guess we're a SmackDown podcast now, huh? We are, yeah, yeah. We, we've been smacked straight down by WWE, and uh, that's where we're at. Pretty wild. Yeah, so second week in a row of uh, doing a full SmackDown review, um, and we're going to do this again next week because of the big um, Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn rematch, and then obviously the draft starting and all of this leading into Backlash and uh, BBB narrative coming back next week that's going to be tied to a lot of this stuff as well. So, uh, see, yeah, fun things will be coming ahead here, yes. But, um, so yes, we started this week of SmackDown. Where were we? We were oh in Columbus, not too far yeah. up the road, the Schottenstein Center. I've been to a wrestling show there. It was uh, mm-hmm. I don't know some pay per view, but anywho, um, it started with we had Damian Priest and Finn Balor coming down, um, and they're hyping up the Bad Bunny and uh, fucking Backlash coming, and they are wrestling. The LWOs, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, which the Judgment Day got the dub in 1251. Um, pretty run-of-the-mill, solid opener here, kind of continuing this story. Uh, yeah, obviously, this is you, good. you watched it more recently than me. Uh, I've watched a lot of wrestling since then. But, yeah, what would you think of this one? Oh, no, I think this was, like, sort of a good, you know, like a good, solid, exciting opener. You know, I really um, – you know, this feud is definitely like sort of spinned off into a lot of like interesting sort of sub matches because, you know, you have like sort of the core, like the Ray and, and Dominic and all that, but just kind of the different parts that are kind mm-hmm. of, you know, um, sort of surrounding this and just make this really dynamic and interesting. And yeah, like just a great thing to put at the, in the opening spot um, and like a good feud that I just feel like can just kind of naturally keep going without getting too tired to me. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, obviously, Bad Bunny looms. He's on Raw tonight, which is happening right now. But yeah, I think, I mean, I'm happy to see the Judgment Day get a W because I feel like they don't win enough. You know, as featured as they are, you know, like Finn lost. Yeah, Finn lost to Edge at WrestleMania. I still don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, good to see them get the W. I, you know, talked about it last week. I love Santos Escobar. I think they talked about how, you know, he Mm -hmm. was a fan of Rey Mysterio growing up. So a cool thing there as well. But uh, yeah, like you said, just a nice, solid, fun, engaging opener here. And uh, what was another 
very solid episode of SmackDown. This yeah, week. I agree. No, I think this was pretty entertaining top to bottom, you know, yeah. solid. Like both of these, that's why like last week when I watched and we're kind of figuring out what we wanted to do, it's like, what well, you want to do SmackDown? And you're yeah, like, no yeah, reason sure. not to. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, yeah, I don't think we've ever covered it. And then it was good again this week. And that's when yeah. we're like, fuck it. Lawyer SmackDown exactly. show now. For sure. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so um, then we had a replay of Solo beating Riddle last week, which led to the main event this week in an ODQ match. Mm-hmm. And then we have Zelina Vega going to Adam Pierce, advocating for a title match in her home of Puerto Rico, which she got. And um, I think that yeah. is going to be interesting because it is, you know, she's someone she's little. <laughs> compared yeah, I mean, to she, she pointed through. that out and i felt like they were being dismissive of her a little bit or, or pierce was you know i'm glad she did get the match yeah but yeah you know definitely building her up as a big underdog which will be big you know good crowd stuff yeah so, yeah i mean she ain't gonna win but i think there'll be some good moments in that match and you know someone that shit i don't even know she probably has had a women's championship match but you know, she started as Andrade's manager and has kind of always been that managerial figure. I know she won like the Queen of the Ring tournament they had yeah. a year or two ago, but yeah, big spot for her. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Then there was a cool video about Shinsuke Nakamura being the king of strong style and then a dumb promo with Karrion Cross. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so awkward. <laughs> I remember when they like stepped toward the camera at one point, like yeah. after. Yeah, it was. It, he looks so weird with his hair. Tick tock, sir. Yeah, what is he talked about? Uh, beating McIntyre, yeah. Madcap Moss, and Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. and saying took something from him, and he's gonna take Nakamura's honor. Yeah. If Nakamura loses, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. okay next up we have braun Strowman and ricochet taking a viking cruise and defeating the viking raiders in 10 minutes 18 seconds yeah this is this was this was pretty you know like i I was gonna say i know we've shit on braun Strowman a lot he played the part you know the him and ricochet tag team has actually been you know pretty entertaining and you know a a big guy small guy combo is usually pretty interesting and Yeah, I think they've got something here, but uh, Viking Raiders, uh, yeah, who knows what's going on with them? They just yeah. can't ever really seem to get over in w- in booking wise, really, more than yeah. anything. They just haven't really been given the opportunities. But uh, it's a cool look, and they've got the Valhalla piece now. Like I like yeah, what they you got know, going it, on. It's something but... big and fun and theatrical. But uh, I, I mean, you know, I guess there's just you know too much kind of above them i feel like for them to kind of really i mean they would need sort of a huge upset win i feel like yeah well i mean i feel like this could have been a spot where yeah. they got that w and you know at least challenge for the tag title. but that's the thing we don't know who's going to have those tag titles but right. if it were still kevin and sammy i feel mm-hmm. like a heel team like the viking cruise would right. uh be better than Braun Strowman and Ricochet, but exactly, exactly. We'll see. Uh, big questions around the tag titles coming. Um, and then there was the interview with Liv and Raquel with Kayla Braxton talking about uh, when Chelsea threw water on her, and Raquel said, "Leave it in the ring," and Liv said, "Watch us." Mm-hmm. 
I, I thought this, yeah, this is the one part of the show that I was just like, this is dumb. No, yeah. this, this was pretty dumb. So, Liv and overall. Raquel defeated Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville in six minutes, nine seconds to retain the tag team championships. Yeah, I mean, that segment was dumb, but the match was fine. I mean, it only sure. got six minutes. It's continuing the theme of the women's tag titles getting no respect. Liv got one over and poured the water on Chelsea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this was pretty standard issue. Baby faces going over. Yes. Nothing too exciting here. Right. Um, and then Riddle did a promo baked out of his mind. Um, talking about <laughs> Solo. And Isn't he then... supposed to be sober now? Riddle? Yeah. Did he not do it? Yeah. I guess yeah. Bake maybe, you know, asked yeah. to be sober, but you know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I, but yeah. uh, next we had Gunther defeating Xavier Woods in only 10 and a half minutes to this retain. This is tight, their... though. This yeah. is pretty much what we talked about last yeah, week. You yeah. know, Xavier showing up in this opportunity, looking great, getting a couple near falls mm. in, getting the crowd hot, and ultimately yes. Gunther, you know, getting the W. I think he exactly. didn't he get him to tap out or like pass out or something. Uh, yeah, like he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get him to pass out. But yeah, no, like Xavier Woods had some great spots. Um, yeah. You know, definitely took a lot of beating, got you know, chopped to the chest a whole lot. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> like was able to like withstand like a good bit of that, you know, and get in some good moves late. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought this was, you know, uh, very exciting. He, he had that awesome leg drop where he got yeah. way up like the hang time off the top rope. And that was like the big crowd getting hot near fall moment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he hit that crucifix bomb for a roll up. I just got a thing up the recap up here right. looking through. but yeah i mean it was again exactly what we wanted and expected mm -hmm. and they both nailed it and again 10 and a half minutes but uh these boys went to work um exactly, but yeah just yeah. good to see xavier woods in that spot because the crowd loves the guy and you know with biggie and kofi out nice to see him get a little bit of shine yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think I think like definitely like he is, you know, making the most of it, you know, just the character in ring stuff. You know, he's just somebody who puts a smile on my face when I see him. Oh, yeah. Um, so then they announced three matches for Backlash. The Rhea Ripley versus Alina Vega, Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed versus Lashley for the U.S. title, which should be great. And Seth Rollins versus Omos. With no storyline whatsoever. What do you think about the, that? Uh, uh, I'm so down. <laughs> down as so in I'm down like this is going to be tight or down as in thumbs down. Down as in is, it is going to be tight sarcastically. <laughs> yeah. you know? Okay, so we talked about this off air, but like, and I think we both picked Omos to win at WrestleMania. I know I did. But yeah, if you I know that coming out of WrestleMania, you're going to have – Omas and Seth Rollins. And I get it. Brock is tied up with Cody. Fine. But what the fuck was the point of having him just lose in five minutes to Lesnar? And then you're going to have him in this big match here with yeah. no storyline whatsoever. Like, yeah. I feel bad for Rollins. Yeah, we I do too. About, like, yeah, it's like there's so many other people. Yeah. And he, he needs a big story. Or, you know, obviously they're keeping him away from the big belt for now. But this is just. Yeah, this is it's, it, it's insulting. <laughs> it, it is insulting. And no, again, I'm not trying to shit on Omas. Like, 
It's fine for what, but he shouldn't be in this spot unless he won at WrestleMania. Then it would at least make some kayfabe sense of, okay, he got a big win over Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Rollins yeah. got a big win over Logan Paul. You have the two winners face. That's at least something to me. But yeah, this is this has Vince all over it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. Just his <laughs> his his smudgy fingerprints. Which I did see, and I forgot to tell you, I uh, tweet came out like a couple hours ago that the Raw script had been changed tonight remotely by Vince McMahon. <laughs> really, it's so tight. It's like he's just picking and choosing when to get involved. Dude. Yeah. To get it to knows. interfere, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's fun. Wild, but uh, yeah. yeah, that is uh, I was gonna say it'd be interesting, but it's probably not going to be no. so. Um, it'll be interesting, have... interestingly funny. Yeah, yeah. What if he beats Seth? Yeah, that would be that would be insane, D- disrespectful, insulting, all of the above. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with that, but um, who knows? Okay, we had the Usos come out, and oh, they basically just like introduced Solo and Tet said they're going to complete the mission and win the tag titles back next. Yeah, week. and they, they they talked and they were boisterous. Yeah, yep. going to be great. I mean, I know we oh, talked yeah. about it last week. Um, do you want to make a prediction here? Who? Uh- who- I don't think you'd take him off Kevin Owens and Sammy that fast, you know. I don't think so either. And I think yeah, the, I think we mentioned last week momentum. the story is more interesting. Like, if you're keeping Roman with the belt, having the Usos lose yet again and kind of be out of favor with him is more interesting than just back to business with the bloodline. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I wouldn't be too thrilled uh, if they got that – If if the Usos want it back, God, I'm struggling. Okay, and in the main event, we had Solo Satake. <laughs> Solo Sakoa. Solo Sakoa. I forgot about that. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt Riddle in 14 minutes, five seconds, and a no DQ match. Um, just like last, I thought this was a little better than the match last week. Um, you know, Solo gets the dub again. Um, he's still only lost to Cody. So there's that. <clears throat> I really wanted to see Riddle win, but I didn't think he was going to, but, uh, yeah, I thought this was a very fun match that, uh, you know, used the weapons appropriately and, uh, just a good, good fun watch. Yeah, no, I think this was like really, you know, really great main event, you know, with like a lot of, you know, exciting spots with the weapons and stuff. Um, you know, and I think, you know, like, like played to a lot of strengths, you know, like I miss seeing like riddle and how like agile and, and fast and exciting he is you know very yeah. froggy type guy yes you know very very, very very frog-like um but yeah you know i was super down with this yeah and then he got put through the table by the he usos did. after the match no kevin and sammy so they stood tall to end the show yet again um be interesting to see if because reigns other than i believe the first Raw after WrestleMania. I don't know if he's been on TV since yeah. then. I mean, you would think he would show up at the pay-per-view at some point, but I guess next week would be kind of the real telling thing. Yeah, know? yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if he is around. I mean, we've had Heyman talking about him and saying, you know, he's almost had enough of you two or whatever the quote was, um, talking about them and them thinking they were talking about KO and Sammy. But, yeah, yeah his presence around this the tag title match and then, like you said, at Backlash too. like as far as we know, you know, he's not announced for anything. So we'll mm-hmm. see uh, 
if he gets involved at all. But uh, yeah, I can't remember is the if the draft starts. I think it's also this week, right? I believe it's on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts on SmackDown and then it ends on the following it's Raw. SmackDown Raw, and then I, yeah, they might do it again on SmackDown. I can't remember, yeah. but yeah. So that's going to be interesting as well. Um, yeah, that was pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, how many matches were in that show? Was there just four, five, were, four, five? There were five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, lot, lot of promos and stuff. A lot of in between. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Had that kind of raw DNA in that a little bit, but you know. Um, but still a great show, I thought. Yeah, definitely very enjoyable top to bottom. You know, the women's tag was meh, mm. but it wasn't like anything offensive or anything. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it, and it, I mean, and it was in a spot where like it could be that and not really yeah. fuck with shit too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah shit. Well, uh, obviously we went about an hour with Aaron Williams, so that was tight. This was pretty brief. Uh, we'll have uh, the tag title match next week. We'll have uh, some new storyline stuff next yeah. week we'll probably be coming at you midweek next week yeah i would uh, yeah i would say so just depending on the our, the voice actors recording schedule and stuff <laughs> not to look behind the scenes too much but that's really what's happening so yeah it's not like it's not like we haven't talked about it in, uh, or before yeah. so uh, uh yeah we're very much looking forward to that um you're gonna hear some familiar voices that's for sure you're gonna hear yeah. some new voices and it's going to be a lot of laughs, we hope. At least for us, which, shit, at the end of the day, as long as we're laughing, that's all that yeah. matters. Oh, yeah, that is the prerequisite, I have to say. <laughs> well, you got anything else before we get on out of here for tonight? Oh, man. Um, maybe I might play my little Mortal Kombat game like I did in the beginning. Okay. Or tried to and put the dead ringer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I did notice... Uh... <laughs> Like when the when he came in the video, obviously we got bumped up a little bit, so you were like yeah. slightly covered by the manscaped thing. Not much. Oh no! Like, I, oh no! I, I kept having to like yeah. stick my head down. You know, I almost like like like, I like my face was like, just visible right yeah. here. It was fine. You know, I was almost gonna be like, dude, you can take that down, but I just didn't want to interrupt things. But uh, yeah. anywho, yeah, cool. You know, the, the word code has many different definitions. The Shaolin Martial Arts Tournament is governed by a system of rules and a conduct and ethical code. This is literally what this is. Wow. The combatants respect each other as warriors, no matter what degree of hatred they have for one another. A code of honor. Another mm -hmm. type of code could be defined as an arbitrary system of symbols or letters for transmitting messages, a secret code. Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat adheres to many codes, but does it contain one? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. I feel like that's a good thing to leave people with. Yeah. Have a good one. Later. See ya.